It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. Now a man is seen walking towards the officer's SUV, but the deputy's SUV investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired multiple shots while the two were parked. multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Madam Speaker, my colleagues, my fellow Americans, I rise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. As far as the allegations of the CIA hacking the Senate computers, nothing can be could be volatile, and I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. And now, here's CD Media's host of Information Operation. Welcome back to Information Operation. Today we have back with us uh, the man who's done more than anyone in the world, I think, to uh, get the information out on the Hunter Biden laptop, the laptop from hell. Uh, welcome back, Jack Maxey. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Todd. And I, I really appreciate you covering this, too. It's, it, it shows bravery. The whole world's not doing much of it. So, well, thank you for that. Uh, we, we try. Um, you have really done a deep dive on this thing and uh i think you said it's okay you've been speaking to daily mail to uh, rich is really one of or not the biggest paper in the world uh global audience um to get this information out and you've had a lot of success there's been the, the start of a few articles um one on uh, the drug use i think and then a, a recent one on hunter hunter's relationship with louis free and joe biden i'm just going to let you talk to be blunt can you just give us an overview of what, what's come out and what's to come? I will, and I, and I really want to give a hat tip to the Daily Mail because, to be clear, almost every single mainstream media outlet on planet Earth has said that they don't want this. In fact, I was surprised that uh, Emma Jo Morris, I believe what her name is, from the New York Post said that she's had a copy. I thought she just had some e emails yeah. since last October, and, okay, they wrote – written one article since then if you've got the laptop start publishing right now you have right. a responsibility to do that i gave it to swedish national television in early mid january they had a courier come pick it up they confirmed that it was in sweden i spoke to their uh top reporter you know, their guy on on screen i was interviewed by another fellow Nothing ever came of it. And there were actual things in there that would have been interest to Sweden. For example, Hunter's office was in Sweden House, hmm. where the Swedish ambassador is in Washington, D.C. Hunter shared a wall with uh, the ambassador from Iceland. Hmm. And he put a Chinese mole in his office who had a private office that shared that wall with the ambassador from Iceland as well. I mean, these are strategic partners 
and Hunter Biden was right in there and Swedish TV hasn't done anything. So mm -hmm. finally, uh, I told you the story of I started releasing some things and all the Five Eyes countries took it down. Kim.com's little uh, uh, Dropbox, Google, a uh, couple in England, all ripped down within like an hour and a half. And these things weren't wow. titled like secret contents of Hunter Biden's laptop. And I've never put up the pictures. This was just enough yeah. emails to make it clear to the world that this was real. Yeah. And, and really for my own safety sake. And then the only people who didn't take it down was Swiss transfer. So I just want to like lay this out daily mail. I went out to Los Angeles. I, I met with them. I met with a reporter there, a very fine uh, guy named Josh Boswell. We spent 10 or 11 hours together. Wow. From early morning up until dark, uh, looking through Hunter's laptop, showing him, you know, at least two dozen avenues of criminal behavior. But since that time, I st still go through it. And occasionally, uh, I think they think of me a bit as a librarian and he'll call <laughs> me up and say, hey, have you seen this? And, and if I see something new, of course, I'm going to send it to them. But right. They literally hired the former head of the FBI computer forensics lab to look through this. And so it's 100% verified. So there's no media on planet Earth who can look at the contents of this and not say, okay, there, there's any question as to their veracity. That also, to me, is shameful that now that it is completely confirmed real, people are still quiet. And then yeah. and I'm just sort of setting the predicate for where we're going on this. Yeah. And the other people who really need to be called out are Clapper, Director of National Intelligence, former Brennan, CIA, Panetta, CIA, Hayden, NSA. All of these guys, along with 46 other experts, declaring their uh, you know, thousand years of experience in counterespionage and national security came out with a, a letter on the 19th of October. 2020 declaring all of the contents of hunter biden's laptop a complete russian fabrication as if uh, putin's mm. elves were down in the basement of the kremlin just in time for christmas with uh, this falsehood yeah that is a lie that is election interference that is historic in nature you don't have to count ballots to know that that was preloaded and it was amazing that they got 50 people to sign a five-page document within like 15 hours of the second article coming out from um the new york post mm -hmm. and at that point everything was collapsed you'll still find uh things online where uh writers around the world will declare this nonsense and they yeah. will say, well, we're not changing our mind until Clapper, Brennan, Hayden, and uh, Panetta tell us it's true. Somebody needs to call them out. Okay, so, and I, you know, it's so crazy. You give me a platform, there's, where do we start? Let's start. Well, with, let's start with the Daily Mail stories. You found these, I understand, in a hidden file. Is that correct? Well, here's what happened. Way back when, in October, when I started going through this and I have to have the computer air gapped when I'm using it or I, I have to not link to the internet or mm -hmm. Bluetooth or what have you, because who knows, it could be either collapsed by the fact that it's was part of Hunter's cloud. Uh, you know, 
I, yeah. I just don't want to risk it. So I, I am in this situation where I don't really have a way to, 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 or I don't, you know, have a way that's better than just taking pictures of the screen with my telephone. So when I take pictures of the screen with my telephone, it, uh, it, it sometimes the screen, the pictures are good and sometimes they're bad. And way back when, when I was ramming through his own photo file, looking for mm -hmm. things, and I wasn't interested in the salacious stuff. I was interested in why does he take a screenshot of this person's telephone with this message on it? Why yeah. does he have somebody forward him a screenshot of a WhatsApp conversation? What's the conversation about? And I know he wouldn't save that if it wasn't something. So when I'm going back through looking for something for the Jackie Bow story, which was uh, the story concerning um, the secretary who was lodged in the offices Hudson West, which was part of the Chinese communists attempt to essentially use Hunter and his uncle as front men to purchase energy assets all around the world from Oman to Romania, yeah. Mexico. Just real quick. She's very, she's not just a honeypot. She's a very sophisticated individual, very educated. Uh, most likely. Oh, 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 Chinese, oh, uh, yes. Dumb yeah. like a fox. Yeah. Like a fox. And the, the most important thing about the Jackie Bao emails, and I, I don't want to go into all total detail about them, but yeah, she tells hunters take all the money because remember Patrick Coe's disappeared. Uh, uh, His John partner. Yeah. Jonathan Yee is reputed to have been murdered. Uh, and I think that's still the uh, actual consensus. Uh, Patrick Coe did uh, reappear. He had like a Jack Ma, you know, mm -hmm. by, uh, 18 months of the guest house has completely yeah. changed for me. Yeah. Apparently Alibaba, I just saw last week now has a new app that they're trying to push all across China, which is uh, essentially plays uh, songs and, and thoughts of chairman Z while you're driving around in your car. Like everyone's got to get this. You know. <laughs> Alibaba, you know, Jack Ma has been reformed. He got religion. Right. <laughs> well, so uh, uh, Patrick Coe does a, reappear three weeks after the uh, inauguration. Surprise, surprise. Anyway, while I'm looking back for one of her emails uh, or something about her, I was like, you know, hey, I think I got it. And and it was a friendly conversation. It wasn't like, oh, I you know, do that's like, yeah, I think I have that on my camera roll because I could take a picture of an email and send it to them and be like, yeah, this is, you got to look in this section of it's right in this timeline and help them do their jobs. And they're very thorough. And I, I appreciate that they have all the legs to be able to get this stuff done. But uh, I see this picture I took of this WhatsApp conversation. It's not even, I don't believe even taken on Hunter's phone. It looks like a mm -hmm. screenshot of someone else's phone maybe uncle Jim's or someone else. I think it yeah. is probably uncle Jim. Cause he looks like who the conversation is directed to. It's got all these names like K free or it's not Louis free. It's actually, as it turns out, it's Louis free's son. There's all these go betweens and it looks like kind of a crazy conversation. So I started doing word searches. And then just for our audience, Louis free was the FBI director. Louis what, free under, is the FBI Clinton? director from, I believe 1993 till mm -hmm. Spring of 2001. I remember Louis Free kind of is pushed out a little bit under a cloud. They have mm -hmm. some very large counterespionage failures towards the end of his tenure. The Hansen case being the, the most uh, egregious one. 
That was the FBI officer. They made a movie about him, you know, the yeah. strict Opus Dei Catholic guy. And there were uh, free kind of left under a cloud, if you will. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, same free. Um, so I find this thing, I start looking, and it's spring of 2016. And I start seeing these emails, and there's a couple other people who are associated. There was actually another name inside, and it's, it's not coming to me. If I said it, it would probably get some people shaking in Washington. But for your audience, mm -hmm. please forgive me. I'm, I'm speaking extemporaneously here. Yeah. Uh, and that's what leads me to these emails, all with Louis Fries, and in Louis Fries' own words. Hmm. Hunter approaches Louis Free, and they try to make it look like, oh, Hunter's uh, got somebody else to go to Louis Free. It's for a client. Is it Hunter's client? Oh, they're trying to obscure Hunter's relationship with this guy, the, this Romanian oligarch. And uh, this is a Romanian oligarch Hunter's only friends with because the Chinese want to buy the Ploeste oil fields in Romania. If you, know, you as uh, an Air Force guy, have to remember you know, your your history class uh, plebe year, right? The Ploeste oil fields in Romania yep. were probably more Army Air Corps crews died over those fields than died over Berlin because it was the engine of the of the Nazi war machine in the last year and a half of, of the war. Right? It's mm -hmm. a source of oil. And uh so 75 years later, Hunter's over there trying to broker the deal. And, and Bobolinsky knows this. There's a, there's a lovely letter where they're so happy that Bobolinsky's coming on board because he can really work things out for us in Romania and, and uh, you know, Kazakhstan and Oman, where they're all, they're all operating on behalf of the Communist Chinese. Anyway, this hmm. crooked oligarch from Romania finds himself in hot water. He's, he's been busted for his crimes, but it's kind of like Tony Soprano going to jail for a bad, a bad a trash hauling contract when you know there's everything is worse, right? Yeah. Female prosecutor inside Bucharest has put this guy, uh, has convicted this guy. Well, that can't happen. He's Hunter's friend. So Hunter mm -hmm. calls up Louis Free or Hunter through surrogates, but there are direct communications between Louis and Hunter too. And Hunter, like a fool, of course, saved correspondence that they told him not to save. And again, I think sometimes Hunter was like making sure that, hey, man, what if it was his insurance down, policy? Yeah, yeah, if I go down, you know, I'm just not yeah. just be Hunter, the, the bad son, the loser son who ruined everyone's life. It's going to be, you know, Hunter was used. Hunter, and, and in some parts, Hunter was used. I mean, why you would use somebody as an asset who is as messed up as Hunter. Maybe he dropped the laptop off on purpose. Who knows? I, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah. That part, I, I can't speculate. I, mm -hmm. I sort of default to Oxfam's razor here. The guy's a complete alcoholic, <laughs> drug addict, depraved person. Yeah. And I could see that he could just forget where he, he left it, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so it's 2016, Hunter contacts Louis Free, and uh, hey, can you, Uncle Louis, let's pretend, you know, Louis Free, former head of FBI, old guy from, uh, you know, Wilmington, guy from the neighborhood, just like Joe, and they're old buddies, right? They go to church all the time, right? Just like Free used to go to church with Hanson. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But let's just say it's that relationship. 
you're, then he knows that Hunter's a mess. As former head of the FBI, my understanding is he still gets courtesy briefings. He knows that Hunter's been kicked out of the uh, Navy two years prior for cocaine use. And yet he still takes it, even taking his calls, let alone saying, oh, yeah, one of your friends is in jail. Let me help you out. He puts the whole efforts of Free Sullivan, which is his consulting slash at that time law firm slash, uh, you know, global investigative slash uh, Latin American, uh, you know, fix it uh, uh, office. Right. I mean, I'm using the Latin American part to show you what kind of banana republic we've become. Mm -hmm. He goes to Bucharest to dogpile this, uh, you know, prosecutor and her team. They go through a full investigation of the case to find out whether or not the judge used proper verbs of vowels and, uh, you know, exclamation points in the, his judgment. They, uh, he takes three of his partners with him. I'm not sure if he goes more than once, but it appears that he does. Uh, and then he promises in writing that, you know, he's going to enlist not just former Intel assets all across Europe because he used to be head of FBI. He also has the ability to put to work the current serving uh, FBI agents inside the diplomatic security apparatus. Hmm. He also has the ability to put to work uh, not just the agents, but their students, the FBI agents who are working as instructors at the Romanian, I presume, anti-corruption academy. Uh, there is some evidence that even the uh, ambassador got involved. So just so our audience understands, here you have the United States government that is actively promoting an anti-corruption agenda in Eastern Europe, um, you know, removing prosecutors, doing all kinds of things, while at the same time, elements of the U.S. government are involved in corruption in Eastern Europe. So, I mean, and that just destroys the future, the optimism of young people in the region. I mean, it's devastating. Well, and the other thing is, at some point, you're looking at, at uh, a national security slash diplomatic issue when we're engaging in these kinds of things at that kind of level. Now, for your audience, you said it well. Mm -hmm. This is occurring in the spring of 2016. This is the same exact time frame in which Vice President Joe Biden, uh, Ambassador Voinovich, you know, Pyatt's already mm -hmm. sent back to Greece. Yeah. Uh, you know, pointing the finger at Trump, State Department senior employee, you know, Bill Kent or whatever the hell his name yeah. is, Mr. Bowtie and the insufferable yeah. British woman who lectured us about, you know, their duties yeah. in Ukraine at the same time, a thousand kilometers south, you know, ask, ask the Germans, they walked that distance twice, not that far. Mm -hmm. We are dogpiling a woman who I can describe as incorruptible, a folk hero, basically a celebrity. How do I know this? Because Louis Free describes her this way just before he determines that we're going to get to her. We're going to find wow. some way to get to her. Now, this is obscene. And I think the last time I even spoke to you, I, I told you stories about how Hunter had written in, in a kind of bragging way to other people that he was good buddies with Louis Free. 
And I had always posted these emails. I had no idea about anything to do with Louis Free direct, right? I thought this was just Hunter, the scumbag, you know, like VP Senator's son bragging about like who came over for Cheerios one Sunday. And uh, so I would always post these emails on Twitter before they took me down for posting fake emails, <laughs> hoping that uh, Louis Free at some point would be like, hey, I don't know this kid, total scumbag. I agree with you, right? Remember, Louis Free's always portrayed himself, always portrayed himself as a fantastic fantastic Republican, right? Like the guy who, uh, you know, is the reason why, you know, the FBI is not corrupted. Just like Comey. I was going to say right up there with James Comey, (laughs) Comey, Mueller, all these guys guys are Republicans, a gaslight, you know, middle America to be like, see, the FBI is still on our side. No, could not be further from the truth. Hmm. So all this is occurring while the, you know, we're getting rid of corrupt prosecutors in Ukraine and we're dogpiling good prosecutor in, uh, and, and we're using, if Louis Free's promises are true, we're using current at serving FBI guys who are in very compartmentalized jobs inside the state department to accomplish this goal for Hunter Biden. Well, we know the state department is completely corrupt as well. But So in the midst of all this, I'm still like, okay, are they friends? Well, yeah. One point, Louis Free says, "Hey, just coming back from Europe was in Bucharest. I think we had a very good meetings concerning your client, you know, our mutual mm-hmm. friend." And he says, uh, "Sorry to bother you with this, Hunter. He's actually quite obsequious to Hunter, and this becomes clear later in other emails where he's begging Hunter and to let him become partner with Joe and Hunter after Joe leaves office. Mm-hmm. They can really make a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. So." He says, Hunter, you know, my accounts are telling me that $100,000 gift that I gave to the Biden grandchildren last year. <laughs> uh, I can't do that through the family foundation. That should be a big tell for all your listeners about how they launder all this money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, can you get Haley to I'm going to send another $100,000 to the trust, right? And can you get Haley to send that hundred thousand dollars back to uh, back to me, and I'll put it back in the the family foundation, and this will just be a gift, and my lawyers will take care of everything. Right? Yeah, no problem. Another email is like, "Hey, Hunter, saw your dad at church. Uh, you know, but I don't think I have a new uh, new cell phone. Can you give it to me? Oh, yeah, sure, no problem, Louis. So, yeah." They do have a relationship. They so are he's buying protection, basically. Now from, let's from now the big let's, guy. Now let's go into who are the employees of Free Sullivan. A couple of prosecutors from the Southern District of New York. Mm-hmm. Prosecutor from the these are federal prosecutors from the Middle District of Florida. Yeah, mm-hmm. Epstein's district. Uh, sometimes Donald Trump's district. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know everybody who went down at the hands of the Southern District, right? We've seen it all. It's it's still occurring right now. They're the same guys who kicked in Rudy's door three weeks ago and wouldn't take the Hunter Biden laptop. Yeah. So, you know, there's a little bit of coincidence there. Another former federal judge. Remember, Louis Free was both a federal judge and head of the FBI. In all their conversations about taking down this female prosecutor 
Yeah, hashtag her too, ladies. And all the talk about taking her down, there never is a question amongst the people on these email chains, all of whom are quite prominent. Judge Sullivan's on almost every email. There's never a question or response, hey, Louis, you've said this woman is above reproach. You've you said that the, the trial was, uh, you know, fair and, you know, open. Uh, you know, basically, you haven't shown anything that shows that this guy's innocent of anything. It's clear that we're just trying to get him off. Never is there an ethical question. Never does any of, do any of these peers, all of whom can be seen listed in Free Sullivan, you know, go in the Wayback Machine. They've got their 2016 roster there, too. Never a question. Mm -hmm about the ethics of it, like like the whole group failing kindergarten ethics, right? But there is, at some point, there must be a question of like, are we gonna get paid? Because Louis like, man, don't worry about the cash, guys, because uh, I had my people check him out. He's worth half a billion dollars in commercial real estate in Bucharest alone. We are definitely gonna get our nut, right? Well, thank you, you know, it's like, yeah. Well, Ephraim Zimlis Jr. must be, uh, you know, very sad right now. It, it, that's that's the extent of their morality. Okay, so organized crime. So I find this these set of documents just because I look at the names and start, and it's not just Free and Hunter. There are other big time attorneys, personalities in D.C. who are kind of like. It's so weird. All these very prominent people want to some, for some reason, want to be around Hunter. And I don't know if it's because he's charming or because he knows how to make book. I don't know. Could be a combination yeah. of both. Might be because his dad was vice president and a crooked senator. Yeah. Right. So, so I immediately uh, send this stuff to the Daily Mail. I'm like, guys, you're not going to believe what I found looking for that Jackie Bow email. Uh, I send it to him. They're freaking out. I send it to uh, another person, household name, who would have known some of this stuff, probably have been at least on the fringes of it. The first word out of his mouth, just when I'm like giving him like the 30 second, you're not going to believe what I found. I just sent you four screenshots so you can look on your hard drive copy and find this stuff for yourself. But this person hasn't even done that, right? He's kind of like looked at the first paragraph of one of the emails and First thing out of his mouth is, you know, holy blankety blank, that guy, that blank struck used to be really close with Louis Free. Mm. I'm not kidding you. So I said, what are you kidding me? Like Louis Free, well, if you can find some evidence of that, you know, you know, find something in writing, I'll give that to the uh, Daily Mail, Louis Free, Pete Strzok. I'm not, you know, at this point, I'm not even like trying to connect real dots. I'm just like, that's crazy. You know, who would have known? Because we know Pete Strzok was obviously not a friend of the president. And frankly, he testified at the impeachment in late December, January of 2019-20. And the FBI was in possession of this laptop at that time. Right. So I'm kind of like, well, you know, God, OK, man, let's try and find this out. So then my third call is to this sort of confidential informant of mine who uh, I can tell you every single time this guy has told me to run down something, it's I've either not been able to confirm it or it's been 100 percent true. Right. Yeah. And uh, so 
I don't even necessarily share any documents with this guy, just sort of use him as a sounding board for what's going on. And he actually, this guy contacted me back in October because he had been watching the show and he saw me start digging into this and he started just like texting me a name. Right. And I'd look it up and go, wow, you're not kidding. You know, so actually Fattis and I debriefed this guy at one point for a couple hours, taped the whole thing. <laughs> We're like, okay, either, either this is like the most incredible story in the history of planet earth or, uh, you know, this guy's a lunatic and over time, like sections of the story all are coming true. As we go through the, this is one of the first people I talked to when I got possession of the laptop, Fattis came down to look at it. You know, he had a 30 second, yeah, this is real. Uh, and then, uh, because the guy was, who was sending me these messages was telling me stuff that I should look for on the laptop. And all of it was there that he was mm -hmm. telling me, look for this is tangential stuff, more China, mm -hmm. more Eudora global kind of things. And uh, more uh, some stuff that was going on in Latin America. That's, you know, we could talk all day about it. But so I tell him this stuff and he says, first thing out of his mouth, he goes, you know, Louis Free and Pete Strzok used to be really tight. <laughs> and I said, confirmation. Yeah. yeah, this is like second confirmation. Two people who have never met each other in their lives, right? I, you know, who knows if they ever passed down a hallway because of certain right. expertise, perhaps. But totally separate. So I'm like, are you kidding me? You've been talking to me for eight months, and this is the first time you tell me that, you know, Louis Free and Pete Star well, you know, I couldn't really blame him. It was the first time Louis Free's name ever came up, right? So... He says, uh, he says, yeah, he goes, I go, well, can you prove that? He goes, no, I, I doubt there's anything in writing. He goes, but I can tell you that my memory was that Pete Strzok was uh, a part of these spy catcher teams mm -hmm. that were run directly out of the director's office, out of Free's wow. office, probably off books or certainly you know well shielded from uh, uh, a foia request and he said that strux was part of a team that had done pretty well you know they, they'd made some busts and uh, free was one of those guys who kind of liked to surround himself with success if you will mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. and uh be like the colonel taking uh, the the second lieutenant under his wing yeah and then he said, I said, wow, you know, that's crazy. Could you think about it? You know, Strzok ends up number two at counter espionage. He testifies against the president. He goes, no, he goes, I'm, he goes, I'm this one. I'm 90% sure of. He said, if my memory is correct, he goes, I believe also that James Comey was the executive officer running coverage between the director and those teams. Hmm. Okay. So, all right, fine. So I'm like, James Comey, Comey Free, I'm doing all these searches. Turns out Louis Free has a bad car accident in August of 2016. And it's up in rural Vermont. Uh, some witnesses said they saw him weaving and kind of sliding down barriers for miles before he actually uh, hit a tree. But it was a very serious accident. I, I describe it as kind of a uh, Tiger Woods kind of accident, mm -hmm. right? Very serious, but no uh, blood work ever gets done. Yeah. 
And I think the guy's airlifted out of uh, rural Vermont. I think he goes to, I want to say Dartmouth Medical Center or something, or wherever the case is. The first person to arrive at the hospital with guards, with, you know, armed security. Cleanup team. James Comey. Mm-hmm. 15 years after this guy has left the agency, I mean, you know, did anyone show up for Clyde and Hoover, uh, you know, yeah. at the end time? I, I don't know. I'm just curious. Is this standard percent practice? And he runs cover against the media, and he, in the very little that he says, he does say on uh, tape that uh, Louis Free's the reason he's head of the FBI. Louis Free gave me my first job. Okay. You know, can I confirm all the spy catcher stuff? No. Mm-hmm. All right. But we can confirm that Louis Free was willing to take some punk kid that he should have known everything about just from him and his old man having beers in the basement. Kid had been kicked out of the Navy for cocaine, and he took up the efforts of his criminal friend to get him out of jail. Now, also remember, this criminal friend is, he's the, he's the guy who the Chinese have chosen to grease the skids in Romania to buy their the Ploeste oil fields. I mean, mm-hmm. they're all over the place, man. They're trying to buy the railroad of Greece. Probably they're buying fields in Texas. Yeah, probably so they could ship the oil down from Romania. I have no idea. The, mm-hmm. the deals were off the charts everywhere. Okay, so I kind of set the premise that maybe, okay, if my confidential informant is totally wrong this time, uh, let's leave even struck and coming out of it mm-hmm. three years later you you lose the laptop mm-hmm. who are you gonna call you're gonna call your your old buddy uncle louie guy gives the grandchildren a hundred thousand dollars the guy's begging to cut deals with you and your dad the guy who goes to church with joe the guy who was willing to put the full efforts of the federal uh, intel apparatus through state and fbi one of his partners at the time was a head, a former U.S. head of Interpol. He's in on all these emails. So you're willing to go to that effort to help some guy you've never met just because Hunter asks. Who the hell is that family going to call? Who is the Biden machine going to call when they realize their crackhead son has lost his laptop? Yeah. In 2019, they're going to call Louis Free. And who is Louis Free going to call? I would guess he's going to call Pete Strzok. Mm-hmm. And if I'm Pete Strzok, I put the word out. And, you know, this thing turns up. We find somebody trying to blackmail somebody with contents here. You know, we come down hard. This goes mm-hmm. right in the CE group, right? This is about national security, gentlemen. And all the guys in the branch offices are like, okay, uh, right? And I think that that, that explains why the agent that came to get it wasn't from Wilmington or Philly or Chester. He's from Northern New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it explains why the FBI agent said, that, you know, when Mac Isaacs expressed fear for his life, that, uh, you know, my experience, people don't effing talk, don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. I think they walked out of there thinking they had the laptop. And I think that it was buried I think that you combine this with the letter by uh, 50 Quislings, uh, excuse me, the 50 intelligence experts, Hayden, 
Panetta, mm -hmm. Clapper, Brennan, remember their names. And American media, you've never asked them to clarify the evidence they used to come to that conclusion, nor have you ever asked them if they'd like to rectify their false conclusion given two weeks before the election. Yeah, let's go after these people. Let's wonder how was it possible for the number two at counter espionage not to know about Hunter's laptop being the possession of the FBI, particularly when it would be a clear place to look for any evidence concerning the Ukraine allegations that are all inside of a U.S. impeachment trial. And then how could you send your number two from counterespionage Pete Strzok to actually go and testify for the prosecution when Peter Strzok should be well aware that there's a laptop completely filled with exculpatory evidence. This is, he went and testified to convict the president of the United States knowing full well that the man was innocent because he had the exculpatory evidence in his hands. This should horrify everybody. And then let's not also forget, let's mention their names again, Panetta, Hayden, Brennan, Clapper, and 46 other quizzling experts in national security declared this fake and it was suppressed. The FBI never came forward with anything, not through the impeachment, but more importantly, Amy Klobuchar, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders punked a second time. My favorite, Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. You know, all of you were utterly betrayed by the same intelligence services, should you have won, would have been, you know, briefing you every day and declaring their allegiance. Right. This, and this, and, this is what and happened. They knew you were going to win because the fix was in. Yeah. They made sure you were not going to win. Yeah. They buried the laptop through the primaries. And then when the laptop came to the fore, they declared it fake to make sure that nobody could report on it in the 17 days before the election. You don't have to give me specifics, but do you, do you know of more stories coming out of the Daily Mail? Or I think to... that they've just touched upon this story with the uh, with Louis Free. I think that they, they sort of were trying to set the predicate of uh this is corrupt right mm -hmm. they're giving a hundred thousand dollars to the grandchildren while seeking business uh mm -hmm. with the, the sitting vice president and also you have to remember free sullivan had a bang up crew of you know, former nsa former interpol former this that and the other thing i think even that navy seal uh McFadden had the ginger dude who shot bin Laden was on their staff uh, at one point, right? Yeah. I can't remember his name. He lives up in Montana, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got nothing, you know, but yeah, he was yeah. on their thing. I, I don't know that he has any knowledge about it, but maybe right. he wants to come forward. He did did leave. He didn't stay very long. Yeah. Maybe he's like, hey man, I can't be a part of this. So, you know, I'll go out and kill Bin Laden for you, but I'm not going to go out and get, get criminals off out of jail free because of the money. You know, I'll go back to Montana. I hope so. Someone should talk to him. But I think they're going to flesh that article out much more. Also, uh, I mean, for example, this is one I think that uh, people have to do, and, and we could probably set it up so I could play it for you. 
Hunter Tate makes all sorts of recordings, and, and many of these recordings are done in the last six months that Hunter has as the laptop. And I think a lot of times he's trying to, many times he's trying to get his sister to kind of deny the accusations that have been made about Hunter, you know, masturbating and doing drugs in front of the kids and, and uh, you know, uh, you know, nude obsessing taking yeah, nude sexting with the, the daughter it's, it's kind of like he he's trying to engineer a denial of that uh from Haley, and she's always very careful and says i'm not going to talk about this without a, a therapist, a therapist. And, and but it's like he's trying to make a record like one time where he talks about patrick ho and you know i'm the attorney for the spy chief of china i mean i think he has spy chief of china wrong but you know was he a, a well-placed a well-placed stars in these spy apparatus of china yes he did you know did other people yeah. salute him indeed they did mm -hmm. but he's not the spy chief but hunter thinking that still took a million dollars from him uncle yeah. chin still worked with him i found uh you know a letter that he writes to the chinese from uncle jim and himself where they want to keep going forward obviously the chinese are backing off a little bit and it, you felt like you were with Charlton Heston in the market square in Beijing and he's just hired uh, some coolie academic to write him the most obsequious letter possible to, uh, you know, the emperor. It is utterly ridiculous. These people are owned lock, stock and barrel by the Chinese communists. I, I was not surprised to see the breaking news. Actually, CNN broke it yesterday that that Joe Biden, one of his first acts was to shut down a uh, counterintelligence operation that was begun by Pompeo to find the origins of the virus. And they were chasing down Wuhan laboratory leads. And he declared, oh, this evidence isn't there. We're going to shut the whole operation down. That was done like almost as one of his first acts of office. WHO do it. Was that to benefit the truth or was that to benefit <laughs> your handlers in communist China? I mean, it's it's all horrifying. I mean, the communist Chinese and Hunter and his peers wanted to buy gas fields in southern Mexico off the Yucatan Peninsula. They actually flew down on Air Force Two. Hunter did with another guy, Jeff Cooper. But the ultimate purpose of the purchase of these gas fields was to it's it's basically old-fashioned oil technology they pump gas and uh pump oil but they don't really have a way to capture the gas so about 15 percent of the natural gas of planet earth burns off every day in the southern gulf of mexico off the coast of the yucatan it's you know i'm not crying about it but hey it could be put to use especially if you're the communist chinese and you're willing to buy dominoes one by one to get uh, energy independence. Their objective was to go in there, redo all the fields, pipe the natural gas back to shore, build a pipeline across the isthmus of Yucatan and an LNG plant on the Pacific coast to supply China right from mm -hmm. our back door. They, these people were brazen and they were always swinging for the fences. They didn't care because when they hit like, uh, you know, when you get a hit like a billion five to put under management on a one in 10 uh basis as a private equity fund you know so they're getting the well it's it's obvious they were swinging for the fence i mean they got the freaking president of the united states well so and they got him they got him i mean 
you know, look, yeah. Hunter hires this girl, Kathy Chung, to be his father's, work in his father's office, even though they never talked about business. This is back in 2011. Kathy Chung, I believe, is still working for the president. I think she's in the White House right now. She never left his side. Hunter still owns part of uh, the Chinese investment firm. Hunter's, Hunter owns 10% of it, along with Devin Archer, who owns 10%, and along with Jimmy Bolger, the nephew of Whitey Bolger. You know, that's... I would, I would, you know, I would definitely give advice to like the Colombian cartel, any bad actors out there. If you, if you're not thinking about putting Jimmy Bulger on your board of directors, you're foolish because apparently the FBI cannot investigate anything where Bulger is located from hmm. his father paying his brother Whitey for 20 years. So I had to leave uh, University of Massachusetts. His old man is good friends with John Kerry. I mean, other things that nobody is talking about. They have the broker dealer, Rosemont Seneca, that Hunter runs through Washington. The licensee for that broker dealer is a guy named Eric Schwerin. Eric, I understand you may be cooperating. I think uh, that's a wise decision. Because uh, I'm not going to stop, Eric. I apologize. America's just worth it too much. Mm -hmm. There are probably on a factual basis, because every time you commit a, a wire fraud, it's five years, right? Hundreds, thousands of illegalities that are washed through this Rosemont Seneca. SEC, FINRA, where are you? Treasury, where are you? Um I understand that Pete Strzok's wife, his wife, I use that in quotations, ma'am, you know, you were heavily betrayed. I stopped doing his bidding. Uh, Pete Strzok's wife was acting head of SEC. That was one of the first things that Biden did, too. I mean, it's like connect the dots, connect the dots. Yeah. Well, Jack, it's amazing. I, I think... Um we should do a series of these and uh, maybe after the well, you know, comes out. And maybe you want to be a part of this. We're talking because we're up against so much. There's so much inertia. Nobody wants to do this. And I, I'm telling you, literally every major network in America has been asked. Some of them have had the whole story I've told you today completely related to them from my mouth. They want nothing to do with it. They're very frightened. I think we live in a country where people are frightened and I think they're yeah. frightened of their government. And when you see this consensus, I, I see it a lot because I have to talk to a lot of people from the wealthy to the poor. They're very concerned about getting too deeply involved in this because they see what happens to people in this country when you go against uh, the powers that be. I mean, do we have two-tier justice or as somebody I respect said, is it uh, it's targets and not targets? And you never know when your position on the playing field is going to change. Mm -hmm. So, well, the, the, the corrupt media has become irrelevant. I mean, I think that's pretty obvious. Look at what was released on Bloomberg, you know, at 10 years, a decade of meetings and with the propagandists of China and Beijing. I mean, so they're losing all credibility. I think we're in an inflection point. Well, it's like uh, I had, uh, as I told you, I think I told you earlier, I've got recordings of Hunter bragging about smoking crack with Marion Barry. And if you look at the timeline of when Hunter says it happened, 
it's in that same spring when Marion Barry gets his door kicked in and the FBI, hey, uh, Gary, how did that VHS tape get to every news organization in America within 45 minutes? It's not like someone hit enter on their email, right? Yeah. Well, let's not forget, they actually prosecuted Marion Barry for the crack cocaine. He actually did some extra time because of the crack cocaine. Now, Joe Biden Sr. wrote the law on crack cocaine. He's the one who created the metric that said five grams of crack was equal to 500 grams of powder cocaine. So, you know, Greenwich could get together and have like cocaine parties for the whole town and everyone's looking at a misdemeanor and well over 150,000 young African-American males did hard time, hard time because of this, a whole generation of people were wiped out. ACLU did a wonderful study about it and Joe Biden owns it. He wrote the law. And instead we have federal agents saving Hunter from his crack problems, obscuring the fact that Hunter is on the take from half the criminals on planet earth. This is, this is beyond the comprehension of your average person to really see it. And and I'll tell you, it gets worse every time that we dig in. Yeah. Every time that we dig in. And I told you, and I may as well, here's a little scoop for you. I told you last time that I had evidence that a Western senator's son also had a similar deal to Hunter. Mm -hmm. Well, now I have at least uh, more solid evidence of that because Jeff Cooper, and I don't know why Hunter saved this, looks like Jeff was pretty good at not putting too many extra names on an email. Jeff Cooper sends out an email announcing the launch of Ocho Juego, which is an online gambling operation in Peru. And one of the people he CCs is Harry Reid's son, along with a few U.S. ambassadors and a couple other big wigs that should be ashamed. I mean, dig in. Eudora Global is actually an umbrella operation to, I believe, pay off the insiders big time. Hunter has major positions in these companies. And if if uh, they even talk at one point, Jeff Cooper's like, hey, how do we delay paying you all this money so that Kathleen gets cut out? Uh, and if Tag Reed is also part of it, then it, then it's, it's much bigger problem. And particularly if their fathers were involved in any of the lobbying concerning online gaming in Latin America, which it appears they were, as Mr. You know, senior member of the U.S. Senate, Harry Reid, and uh, Joe Biden as a sitting vice president. I mean, Hunter and his cadre were meeting people in like the president's offices down there. wonder if that's about the same time that uh, Harry had that workout accident. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, well, hey, you know, maybe somebody was trying to get a message across. Maybe this is why Hunter was so in fear of his life. Who yeah. knows? Maybe this is why, you know, I don't know. Was he drinking or was it a sudden acceleration up in Vermont? I have no yeah. idea. But someone needs to get to the bottom of this, and it's it's literally a terrifying web of betrayal. And every single thread leads, leads back to a big, fat, hungry, hairless spider named Chairman Z. Mm-hmm. Jack, I think we'll leave it there. That's been amazing. Um, I want to do this again in a month or so, in a few weeks, once you've released more information. All right, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you very much.